save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in store and on Menards.com. This content may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion advised. Then eventually when she got to the stop sign, she disappeared. I turned back over to face her and then I just see this long arm with long fingernails and it had dirty, long black nails. From Disturbed Media, join your host, Chad, for True Tales of Horror bizarre happenings, and unexplainable events. This is Disturbed. Welcome in, everyone, to our Solo Shot episode. A single terrifying tale coming your way every other week. So, without further delay, let's dive into the horror. This week, we have an email submission from Jamie, featuring voice work by Kiona Bashful Echo, and we experience the White Orb. My name is Jamie. I am currently 27 female. This is my first time posting to Disturbed, but I have been listening to the podcast for a few months now. I absolutely love it, and it really helps me when I'm at work. Now, I don't really remember what age I was, but I was young. Maybe 9 or 10. I remember that I was sitting in the living room in my childhood home watching TV. It's an old farmhouse, so we had a front porch that was lined with big windows facing the road. The way we had our living room set up was that the porch door was to my right and the TV was in front of me. It was a nice summer day, around dusk, and we had the door open to let the cool air in, and out of nowhere, I saw something out of the corner of my eye. Something white. So I stopped watching my show and looked towards the door and didn't see anything. I thought it was weird, so I just shrugged and let it go. Then after probably 5-10 to minutes, I see something white again. So this time I look faster, and I saw this small, bright, white-looking orb go by the door on the porch. I was like, holy crap, what's that? And I got up and went on the porch. What I saw was probably the most amazing thing in my life. I saw this little, bright, white orb floating down the road towards the stop sign. We lived on a corner. It was probably at an average person's height, just floating at a normal pace. I remember just feeling in awe, like, what is that? So I went to get my parents to tell them about what I saw, and by the time I got back with them, it was gone. They just shrugged me off and said I imagined it or something. I don't really remember what they said. So I just go, okay, maybe. So probably a few days later, it's the same thing. Nice summer day, around dusk, and I'm watching TV again, 
when out of nowhere, I see the white orb thingy again. This time, I just got right up and went out on the porch, and same thing. Small, bright white orb floating down the road at the same pace and height. This time, I just looked around out the windows like, okay, is this a prank or something? So then, after a couple of minutes of looking for someone and not finding anyone, I looked back at where the orb was, and I see this bright white silhouette of a woman just floating down the road. Just slowly floating down, like, at a walking pace. I was just so shocked at what I was seeing, but I didn't feel scared or anything. I didn't try to get my parents again because of what happened before. I just remember standing there and not saying anything. Then the woman just turned around and stood there. There was no real features or anything. I couldn't see through her, but she was very defined in a way. Like a deep, bright white, like milk. And she's standing there, and I'm standing there, not really sure how long we stood there, just standing and staring. Then I didn't know why, but I waved at her. Just like it was someone I know, even though I didn't. And she waved back, and I felt calm. Safe, maybe? At peace? I can't really explain the feeling, but definitely wasn't anything bad. Then after waving, she just turned around and continued down the road at the same pace. Then eventually, when she got to the stop sign, she disappeared. I don't think I told my parents this time. I might have. I figured they would probably think I imagined it again, but I definitely didn't. I never saw her again, or any orb. But a lot of weird stuff definitely happened after that. Nothing big, just some small things. Things moving around, some creaks and bumps in the night, stuff like that. Nothing really bad. I do definitely remember a ball rolling down our stairs once before. This time I might have been 12 or so. We have a door at the stairs that leads to the second floor of the house. It kind of had a corner to it and a little landing. Like, you're at the top of the stairs, then there's three steps, and the landing, and corner, and the rest of the stairs go straight down. I don't remember why, but there was a box with some stuff in it and a small ball on the landing of the steps. It was nighttime, maybe winter, and that's why the ball was put away. We didn't really use the upstairs. No heat or outlets, so it was just for storage. It's a very old farmhouse. None of the bedrooms had outlets in them. I was watching TV in the dining room, and the door was again to my right, and the TV was in front of me. Then out of nowhere, I hear this noise, then the ball bouncing down the stairs, and this loud bang when it hit the door. I was like, what was that? And my dad got up thinking it was an animal or something. So he got up and grabbed a bat, just in case. And he opened the door with a light, no light in the hallway, and looked inside. All he found was the ball that was originally in the box on the landing. I don't really remember what happened after that, but nothing really else happened that was super big. Years later, I do remember asking my parents more questions about the house, like if they knew if it was haunted or anything, or if anyone died in or near the house. And they actually told me that the woman who used to own and live in the house died on the corner of the road by the stop sign near the house in a car accident. 
I don't really remember all the details now, but I do remember she was hit by another car and died instantly. She apparently was a very kind and calm woman who didn't have any family, and she wasn't that old when she died. I just remembered automatically back to when I saw that white orb and the white woman's silhouette. Was that her, maybe? And that just really stuck with me after all these years, and I will never forget it. I hope that I explained it well enough as I don't remember everything. I'm not sure if that ball thing was connected or if something else was there too because the house is so old. I don't think it was the kind lady that I saw. Thanks so much for everything that you do and posting everyone's stories, and I love you guys. To the lady that died, I'm so sorry that happened to you. To the thing that made the ball bounce down the stairs and bang against the door and scared the crap out of us, let's not meet. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery and I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects. Hi, I'm Matt Harris. Seton Tucker and I host the podcast Impact of Influence, which for two years covered in-depth Alec Murdoch, who was eventually convicted in 2023 of murdering his wife, Maggie, and son, Paul. That story continues to evolve, and we will cover that. Plus, we will tell you stories of other true crime events that have happened in the South. Please join us on Impact of Influence. And give us a follow on the Impact of Influence Facebook page. You're listening to Disturbed. Now, back to the horror. Now, before we go... Let's get in a bonus listener voicemail from Lorena. Hi, guys. So this happened to me a couple months ago. Um, I had taken my daughter downstairs uh, so that way she could take a nap. And usually when she takes a nap, I lay down with her. It's just so she could fall asleep better. I ended up falling asleep and it felt like I was dreaming, but... It, it kind of felt like I was awake, not so much like astral projection because I didn't see myself sleeping with her, but I don't know. It just, it felt like I was awake, but I, I knew that I was sleeping. So I turned over and then facing away from my daughter. So I turned back over to face her and then I just see this long, like arm with long fingernails and it had like dirty long black nails and then it just 
crutched my daughter and um I I guess like I woke up but I saw the whole thing and it felt as if like I was out of breath which was so scary because like I said I knew that I was sleeping but I could see everything happening and then I thank goodness I didn't wake my daughter up but when I woke up the hand wasn't there like I checked on the other side and it was as if it came through the mattress because there I didn't see a body or anything I just saw this long black arm with the hand and the dirty nails so I checked my daughter and when I lifted the blanket off of her face she had three like just very short um red marks on her on her cheek she didn't wake up but by dinner time it was gone i told my husband about it um because he i mean he believes in the supernatural just like i do but it i mean was it supernatural like i don't know what happened so if you think you know what happened to me that would be great to know but yeah that was uh one of the scariest things that's happened to me in a long time i enjoy the show thank you so much Follow our social channels on Facebook and Instagram at Disturbed Podcast and on Twitter at Disturbed underscore pod. Don't forget you can send in your own true terrifying tale. Head over to disturbedpodcast.com slash submit. If you'd like to support the show and gain access to bonus episodes, ad-free content, and early releases, visit patreon.com slash disturbedpodcast. We'll be shouting out our newest Patreon members in next week's episode. Music by Carl Casey at whitebataudio and co.ag. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new, full-length episode. And don't forget to stay safe out there, y'all.